Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Voices of Chandler, the podcast. This is an episode takeover from Backstage at the Center as Cindy Surf interviews the very talented Sean Mason. He's a pianist, composer, and the musical director for a show coming to the Chandler Center for the Arts in October called When You Wish Upon a Star, a celebration of 100 years of Disney music. Sean and Cindy talk about how the project came about, his approach, and what people can expect. If you're a Disney fan, this one's for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. How did the idea for When You Wish Upon a Star come about? Yeah, I was I was approached by Jason O'Lane about the project. And we, we just kind of talked about this idea of celebrating 100 years of Disney in a jazz context. And, and I kind of took that further to question, why don't I pick songs, at least one song per decade, and have that be the celebration? And in that, we were able to have this very diverse set of styles of compositions and tunes and shows, which I'm very happy to showcase. That's what's most exciting to me is the fact that we're pulling from the 30s all the way up until now. Mm-hmm. And to just study and do a lot of research and see how how different, but also how similar the, the, the compositions are and the shows and the songs now and the songs that were written three years ago are completely different than the ones that were written 100 years ago. But they all have a very similar feel and they have this Disney thing that's really hard to put in words. We have Ahmad Johnson on drums, Anthony Hervey on trumpet, uh, Allison Yaffe on guitar, and Quarantine Lahir on bass. And I'm very excited to showcase the band. And then Kim Naley on vocals and Sasha Dobson as well. But the band specifically is in collaboration really with, with the Jazz Museum in Harlem. Ultimately, we're just going to have a good time and, and celebrate 100 years of Disney. That's great. What a what a fun project to be able to put something like that together. It was fun. Yeah, it was it, it was it was very challenging. I mean, I had to do a lot of research. I knew some things about Disney, but not enough to to be able to put on a a full show to to, to truly honor the 100 year legacy. Each decade had a different sound, and I'm very excited to to showcase it. So, as an artist, how how did you come to jazz? I think jazz comes to people, and I'm just thankful that I was in a receptive place to be able to receive that level of divine spirit ingrained in the music and to be able to be inspired to to want to play the piano. I started quite late. I started when I was 13, but jazz truly did did come to me. Ray Charles was a big influence to an an introduction to the music because of how multi-genre he was. I was able to really connect with his, his music and from there, led a, a rabbit hole of, of diving into jazz and Charlie Parker and blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. I mean, there's so many people to name, but Ray Charles really kicked it off for me. That's awesome. What does jazz mean to you? I think everybody is going to have a different answer to this question. And we have a, a wide spectrum of definitions, a wide spectrum of beliefs. And ultimately, I think that's the beauty of it. I, I, I personally think that jazz is, is more of an approach. And you can lay that approach to whatever you want. I mean, in the in the case of the 20s and 30s and 40s, that approach was applied to the rhythm of swing. Some jazz musicians apply that to different rhythms, a backbeat rhythm or, uh, from Cuba. Um, I think it's more of an approach at this point. And, and I think that's beautiful. I think it's an approach to life. Some people take classical tunes and have a 
certain kind of approach to them that makes the lines feel very blurry. To say jazz is strictly a genre of music, I like to think of it as a as an approach to how I create, also to how I live. I, I do feel so often that music is its own language, right? It's a different way to speak to each other. So with this show, you've, you put so much work and research into it. What are you most looking forward to? Well, every time I play music, I'm extremely grateful. And for this specific show, I'm looking forward to playing, you know, music that wasn't composed by myself. I usually play music that I wrote. It's a different challenge to switch from being the composer to, to being the interpreter. I, I feel very, very grateful to be able to interpret all of these different tunes of varying styles and genres. Ultimately, I just want everybody to have a good time. I, I want joy. I want I want songs to feel nostalgic. I want people to feel like they have the urge to get up and dance. And and that's really what we're doing with the music. We're going to have a great time. And, and the the going back to the approach, I mean, there's so many genres of music that you'll hear in this set, but they're all going to be pieced together in this this continuum of, of what we're celebrating and also of, of each of, of, of my artistry and, and how I like to arrange and how I like to live as an artist, which is I like to be very open minded with the styles of music. And this will this will be on display for, for this for this show. So I think I think that some people look at the word jazz and they think that it may not that jazz is not approachable. Or, you know, hey, I've never really gotten into jazz because it's so different. What are some advice that you have for people who might think that it's not something that's approachable or accessible? How can they um, maybe change how they look at it? I would recommend living life with an open mind and let the music, let the music speak. To be fair, there's good music and there's bad music in all kind of quote unquote genres. So. It may not be completely their fault. Some jazz music is not that accessible. Some jazz music is only meant to be played for musicians um, and understood by musicians. Whether that's a crime or not is is a different discussion. But to be fair, I don't I don't know what people hear. But this show in particular, I mean, the word accessible is 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 of course subjective. But I, I will definitely stay true to the to the spirit of each song while also putting my footprint on each song and music is truly an extension of who I am. People have a open mind of understanding who I am as a person. The, the music will, will follow after shortly. I think all the time, that's really what makes live music so wonderful is because it is this connection that you have with the performer, uh, whether you recognize it or not, and everyone around you, right? It's like that moment in time where you're connecting with people that you've never known before, but for some reason or other, they feel intimate and in close for like that moment. So who, I know you mentioned a couple of them, but who are some of your influences? I grew up in the in the Black church in the South. So I, I would be remiss if I didn't name that experience as, as influential from a musical perspective. Influences are hard. I mean, I, I take my own advice, meaning I, I really do listen to a lot of different styles of music. So whether it's a punk rock band or an opera, a musical that I see, or a hip hop concert. I, I try to be very open-minded and I think I can be influenced by a lot of different things. And you're right, music is truly a language. And the more that's in my ear, the more diversity that's in my ear, hearing the musical language, the better I become and the more open-minded I become. And ultimately it leads to, to me being able to express myself even better. I find myself learning from so, so many different shows, even the bad ones, even shows that aren't good. At least I learned what not to do. And in that, my influences are cemented by a moment in time. My answer will always change. Each month, it will always change because I'm influenced by something different. 
if you weren't a musician by profession, what do you think that you would be doing instead? Not sure. I mean, music is music is my life, but I'm also a human being outside of the music. I can answer that question as far as what do I like doing outside of music. I mean, I'm very obsessed with fashion and how you can say hello to somebody without actually saying hello. That's great. Uh, and then I always like to ask, what are you listening to right now? So it sounds like you're listening to opera. Well, it's I'm in a season where I listen to music in person now. I was on the subway going somewhere, maybe to a gig in New York. And I just had this very deep, depressing feeling that I wasn't present. And I was always listening to music to distract me from life. So I just got off the train. I threw the headphones away. And I haven't consumed music the same anymore. And I, I have a listening chair in my house where if I want to listen to music, I sit in that chair. I've, I've been inspired now to really put my phone away, sit down in my listening chair, and listen to listen to an album. So thinking about that, who have you created a relationship with music-wise maybe like in the last few months that really has blown you away? Strauss, Bach, Babyface, actually. Other than that, pretty much the, the whole Disney repertoire. I mean, I, I've listened mm -hmm. to, in, in preparing for this, I mean, I've listened to every album of any, every major film I've listened to the album. And so I would say the majority of my time has been spent listening to, to these Disney albums. That's been incredibly fulfilling to listen to that in chronological order. So it's so funny because I, I hear you talking about that. Do you know I have up to the 70s? I think I have every Disney album on vinyl uh, because my parents had bought them for me, right? And I remember listening to them very intently on my Fisher Price record player. <laughs> I think the one that really like spoke to me the most was the soundtrack from Bambi. And like, I remember it feeling so emotional for me listening to it. It, it's interesting how like our, the way that our relationship with music has definitely changed. No, this is wonderful. It's so great to talk to you. And I'm really looking forward to the show coming here. Um, I do think that Disney is something very nostalgic for people. Uh, it instantly takes them back to either their childhood or a memory or a moment maybe with their kids or even as an adult. It's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really appreciate your time too. Oh, it's course. really Thank wonderful. You. And we will see you soon.